What is up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Third Eye Sipes. I'm your host, Natalia, and this is a podcast. This is a podcast. Welcome to it. This is a podcast where we talk about, first and foremost, self-realization. The realization well of the self. And what else? What else? We talk about topics on personal development, spiritual growth, esoteric knowledge, conspiracy theories, law of attraction, manifestation, energy, aliens. Come on, like basically everything, guys. We talk about everything on this podcast. And for this episode, I have a very special episode for you guys and a very special guest. His name is Jarrett, Soul of Jarrett. And that you can find him on everything. He's basically Soul of Jarrett on everything. He's on TikTok, YouTube, Spotify with the Soul of Jarrett podcast. He also makes music. Very well-rounded human being. And that's what that's what we like on this podcast, right? So guys, you will love his content. Definitely check him out. But before you do that, listen to this episode. It's a fantastic conversation. I enjoyed it so much. And maybe we might have him on again. Who knows? So yes enjoy enjoy uh other than that there's there's nothing else to be said so welcome to third eye sifes if it's your first time listening stick around stick around for a while look through the look through the episodes of this podcast because it's a good one guys you don't want to miss out on this you don't want to miss out on this i don't know (laughs) i was trying to think of something something else okay anyways enjoy the episode Third, I, Sifes. Third, I, Sifes. No, TikTok has actually been absolutely crazy for me. I uh, met my fiance on there and now we're getting married. We're having a baby. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. How recent is this that you've met her? Um, um, we met uh, over a year ago. Okay. Um, See, I, yeah, to me, I think TikTok just like started yesterday. Like some people's like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, TikTok's been going on. I was just like, I, I had no idea. Well, two summers ago, I got on there to go to the cro- grocery store every day and make videos about GMO fruit. And they went absolutely bonkers. I was getting like between all of them, I got like 20 million views and I had gained 60,000 followers in a month. And I met her on there and then my account um, got hacked. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my, my gosh. Yeah. And I lost the account. They, they deleted every single video and it like fucked my whole life. It was like, that was my identity at the time. That TikTok account, which wow. probably healthy that I got that stripped from me. I got everything stripped from me in that time. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to your podcast. Here we are. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Jared. How are you? Um, wow. Well, if this is your audience's first time meeting me. I, they just, I was just, just got into it. We just went yeah. right for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I like it. You know, just straight to the point. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm chilling. You're not, you know, not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm on a vibe right now. I'm on a vibe. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Got some nice cannabis in me and uh, an IPA. So nice, yeah, perfect, yeah, perfect mood. You know, just chilling. yeah, you know, 
I rarely ever drink at all, and I actually haven't even been smoking that much. But I've been staying at my friend's house in Cleveland, just getting some work done here, and uh, it's a whole bachelor pad vibe, you know, at home. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I have uh, I have a daughter, and then I have a fiance, and she's about to have our other daughter, so I'm gonna have three girls. Wow. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of like. Uh, I don't know. There's just something about being that uh, your friend, boy, your male friend's house and drinking yes. beers. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I could completely <laughs> understand, even though I'm not a guy with kids. <laughs> yes, yes. I just understand. Absolutely. So um, I know this is your podcast. I just ha- I have questions for, <laughs> for no. you, too. <laughs> no, that's okay. We'll just go back and forth. This is whatever, you know. No yeah, yeah. To just a combo, good combo. <laughs> Yeah, well, so why did you uh, why did you want to have me on the podcast? Well, I, you know, I've, I've seen you on my feed. I, I just want to start off by saying I don't know how we ended up following each other. I don't know if I followed you first or you followed me, but I would just see you on my feed. And then, you know, you post clips from your podcast. And whenever I see somebody have a podcast, I'm like, oh, I want to have them on my podcast because, you know, podcasters just they do podcasts. And then I knew that, you know, a lot of the things you talked about are within spirituality and conspiracies and basically everything (laughs) that this podcast is. So I thought it'd be super sick to have you on and just to have a good convo. And I've heard, I've been listening to actually some of your podcast episodes and I've seen the clips that you've posted on social media. And I'm just like, this is going to be good. I, it, it has to happen. So yeah. that, that is why. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me on. I totally agree. I think we're going to catch a vibe here. It's going to be cool. I've checked out uh, a number of yours as well. I really like all the topics. I particularly like the one you did um, talking about some of the uh, the forgotten, quote unquote, teachings of Jesus and kind of diving into that. That's a. Uh, really fun topic for me yeah Um, I saw you did an episode on the teachings of Jesus too so I was like oh this is something that's definitely going to come up just because it's it's so important so essential like nobody everybody disregards it especially in you know the spiritual community is very odd because there are people who are very open to the teachings of Jesus but then there's also people who were raised Christian and kind of forced to go to church so they kind of like lean away from anything (sighs) of that sort and I think it's it's very necessary because Jesus was he was he was a great saint. I would say like his yeah. teachings are insane. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, you know I was one of those people that was raised Christian. Hmm. Um, I was going to church from the like the week I was born, and I actually played the you know I'm from a small town, and it's like a, a church of like a hundred people. I mean, like I was a big part of it. I played drums at church every single Sunday for a decade. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I was in there, you know, got baptized and everything when yeah. I was like, uh, got baptized at like 13 or 14. But um, no, it was actually crazy. Like during my journey to finally get to the point where I could admit I was no longer a Christian. And I remember mm-hmm. that was hard for me to do because I was so ingrained in me. Um mm-hmm. But I'm I'm thankful that I've come back to a place of uh, of uh, love and respect mm-hmm. um, for Jesus, uh, just without the Christian ideals that come along with it and taint him. Yeah. Uh, so. No, absolutely. How how did that? I would love to. I know you mentioned that, so I would love to get into that. How did you? 
sort of realize that you were no longer a Christian? Like, where was that turning point for you? Oh, that was quite a process, honestly, like a two year process. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. So that was like, that was like gradual over time. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, probably like a lot of people, psychedelics playing a big part in that. Uh, I went down a bender with psychedelics when I first discovered them. Not a bad mm-hmm. one. Like it was all good stuff, but like uh, I, I was doing them quite often and uh, mm-hmm. it led to a lot of changes. No, um, yeah, absolutely. I think that that's kind of like, I feel like everybody sort of goes through that when they discover psychedelics because it's just like your first experience. It's like, wait, what? Like, this is yeah. real. This is a thing that can happen. Like, I want this <laughs> to be my reality all of the time. And then you kind of, yeah, you go through that. I've been there, so completely understand. Yeah, and then I think uh, a big topic that I try to touch on um, that I, I really, like, I only see, like, older people talking about it, but, like, uh, like the integration from mm-hmm. the psychedelic experience is so fucking important. Like, just mm-hmm. having the experience, like, is one thing, but that's why a lot of people can get depressed. A lot of people can abuse the medicine because of that fact that you're like, oh my God, I want to live here every day. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I talk about this, you have to find practices that can tune you back to like, the psychedelics give you a reference point for where you can go. Mm-hmm. So once you have that reference point, so you need to find ways that you can tune into that every day. That's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be real. It's going to be long lasting. Maharaji, mm-hmm. Neem Karoli Baba, Ram Das Guru used to say psychedelics are like having a meeting with Christ, but you mm-hmm. have to leave after three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny you mentioned that because I literally just saw that quote, I want to say yesterday. <clears throat> Oh wow, yeah, that that's uh that that one that's a I don't know, I, I really like that one. It's it really like resonates with me. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's right. So like for me, a big part of it has, you know, I don't do them. I, I really do them now. I microdose, um, but I, I haven't like done a uh, big dose in uh a while, you know. But mm-hmm. so if, a while, I mean a few months, but but before then it had been a few months too so you know just like one big one in, in uh, mm-hmm. recently anyway um shit now i'm thinking about that crazy experience i totally <laughs> forgot where i was going with that that was a crazy experience that was crazy have you ever done penis envy mushrooms no but i was listening to your episode about you doing penis envy mushrooms i actually i don't know if i've done that specific one i know i've done i don't know if it's the same as the golden teachers no no they're different okay. um golden teachers are nice too though. i might have done penis envy you know sometimes i'm just like just give it to me <laughs> that's it yeah penis envy are us- usually have a big like tall thick like pine cone looking uh cap on them and they're usually like longer they look like your stereotypical okay. like tall mushroom anyway they uh they're more of a yeah, they hit really hard, but they're not as long lasting mm-hmm. typically for people, like as compared to like a golden teacher trip. Like a golden teacher trip is where, like, you know, for me anyway, like on golden teachers, like I'll be able to ride a bike around or like mm-hmm. go down by and like go, go, be a part of nature and experience life. When I'm in the penis envies, there is no outside world. <laughs> like you can't, like, there's no point in like trying to like go do like have a scenic event with the penis envies. I was in the most beautiful spot on the very top of a mountain in Santa Barbara. And I and I fucking 
it's like I wasn't even there. I didn't know where I was completely <laughs> in. I was in, I was floating through the universe. My consciousness cause was completely out, out of my body. It was wow. an absolutely unbelievable experience. That was, I mean, all I did was laugh and cry and roll around in the dirt. I had like bugs and sticks <laughs> in my hair and like, I was absolutely a wreck, like just rolling around in the dirt for hours and hours baking under the sun. I couldn't move. I was so sunburned the next day. Oh, wow. <laughs> it sounds like a good trip though. <laughs> oh my God. It was life changing. That like, it was so life changing. I've like come into my heart so much more since then. Mm. Yeah. It, yes. it really, uh, it really, um, uh, like we were saying, you know, the psychedelics show you what's possible. It really took me to a really, really pure and loving place. So now I've had that reference point and I try to live in that. Yeah, and that's good. And I, I love that you mentioned, um, you know, the integration part, because I know plenty of people who do like I haven't done psychedelics in a really long time, but I know people who do it very often. <laughs> and there's not that integration. Like, yes, they've had those realizations and inspirations and experiences while on psychedelics, but then you know, when it comes back to regular reality, it's like, what have you learned from that? I don't see anything, any reflection of that. And mm. I think it's very, integration is very important, but it's also remembering too, because a lot of people that do psychedelics, like they just want the fun experience. They're not, exper they're not expecting a spiritual sort of self-realization experience. And they don't really get it from that because they're not looking for it. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, it was fun. I saw trippy visuals. But it was like, but what did you think? Like, what was in your mind? What did you see? So, yeah, I really think integration is very important. I think it's missed out on a lot. Yeah, that's a that's a fun topic, too. I, I like where you're going there, you know, and because the medicine actually like responds to everybody differently. And like, it's only going to give you what you're ready for. Mm -hmm. And me, me and Dakota, I don't know if you listen to our podcast, we talked about this for like an hour, but just like uh, how, how the mushroom particularly, you know, presents itself in such different ways to people like I've never, ever, ever and I've done them plenty of times, never had like uh, hallucinations really, or like mm. visuals, no visuals or anything like that, really, you know, like I'm wow. colorblind, I'm colorblind. So I've seen, oh. seen in color outside, like being on a boat on a heroic dose, like out under the sun with the clouds and everything on the lake, mm -hmm. like absolutely amazing but like i've never had like you know you know people say they see fucking winnie the pooh and shit you know it's like no it's yeah like, i don't have any of that it's funny the mushroom actually normally takes me on a crazy fucking journey where i have to like observe my patterns and my relationships with people and confront things head on like the whole story and me and dakota were talking about that and um you know he was telling me how he's really noticed that the mushroom doesn't really open up to people that much in that way that mm. uh, that I was describing that it that it was opening up to me a lot of people said you know cuz a lot of you know I don't know I just don't have these weird pointless hallucinations I never have and I've done mm -hmm. 10 grams I've done 10 grams of cubensis <laughs> and uh like I mean absolutely launched and I went on like one of the craziest introspective journeys of my life you know it's like very internal every mm -hmm. all my all my trips yeah, no, and I, I think that, like, what he says about the mushroom not 
giving that experience to other people is very important because I've heard him say in his own videos and like live streams that he's done is that the mushroom is uh, an entity like it's a spirit and that was like a crazy thing I think he was he was live streaming he was doing one of his (laughs) live streams on YouTube and he said you know what the mushroom entity told me and then I'm just like I don't know what I was doing I think I was working out while I was listening to this and then he said uh something that the mushroom entity had said that it's um it's basically God and that yeah. it's going to eat us all in the end. And like, I was just so mind blown because of like my own personal experiences with mushrooms. I've never had that, that entity sort of feeling. I've always had that on acid. I would say though. Um, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting, but I, I feel like that's sort of like the universal entity that I feel regularly. It's just more enhanced when I'm like, yeah. I feel I'm like having a one-on-one conversation with God when I'm on acid. Like, well, that's that's just your higher self. I I feel like, yeah, I most feel like likely. That's, yeah, yeah. That's that's just you, like fully in full communication and fully feeling the highest version of yourself, which is God. You know, it's your Atman, mm-hmm. the God in yeah. you. So exactly. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I I was just mind blown when when he said that. And so like mushrooms are very different when like people have different experiences. So, and I, I think that it reveals these things to you when you're meant to receive them. Like, and it's the same way when it comes to the spiritual path, like you're, when you're consciously on the path, when you decide to actually start looking into things and doing practices for yourself, like that's your own, like consciousness, like trying to do it on purpose instead of just kind of learning about it here and there and just he- overhearing it and I feel like it's all on purpose like there's all a reason for it so if you're meant to be shown these things then it's meant for you to receive them because it's a very thin veil even though it I mean spiritual things seem far away it's very here <laughs> and then you it's like, oh, this is our reality. So as soon as it becomes it. I don't know, that I really like that line. That was good. It's, it's right here. It's very true. It's very, very true. You're right. And the veil is extremely thin, yet can be extremely difficult to peek through. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Yeah, you know, you could go your whole life without ever peeking through. And you yeah. think that, you know, there's people who die thinking this is it. It's all a mis- <laughs> it's all a mistake. Oh, no. <laughs> my whole Absolutely. life is a mistake i'm gonna die and it's gonna be black nothingness okay mm-hmm. phil Shut yeah the fuck and up, phil. that's <laughs> you know that what sucks I mean? too because like man you could have a whole meaningful life but if you personally feel like it was meaningless and you're like oh this 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 is it this sucks then it's like oh your life did suck because you didn't realize anything that you've learned or experienced you didn't cherish it so yes, your life did suck, even though from another perspective, it didn't suck at all. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. You know, you, you look at like hyper successful people or famous people, you know, like, you know, they, they're, they're dying. Everyone's like, oh, wow, you left such a legacy. But like, man, that, that person can be so internally a mess, you know, mm-hmm. it's like that they, they, they might die. It doesn't matter about all the millions of lives they touch through their music or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't around for their kids and they don't have a relationship with their kids. And when you're on your deathbed, that's what you're thinking about. Not your music, not your money. You know, you're thinking about just, I mean, that's what I would imagine I'll be thinking about my kids. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that's just what I feel. I'm like, 
I'm like, what are my kids going to say? Like, what are they going to say? You know, are my kids going to say, oh, yeah, my dad was great. He like influenced a lot of people, but, you know, he wasn't he, he wasn't really present with me. No, I don't want him to say that. I want him to be like, yeah, he was here. He was here. He was present. He was he was there. I just want to be there. I want to be extremely present in my kids' lives forever. That's good. That's a great quality to have, <laughs> honestly, especially as a father. I mean, not not too many can say that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's so I I had my first daughter when I was 18 years old mm. and I'm 23 now. And You're 23 now? Yes. No way. What? I thought you were way old. I'm also 23, but I thought you were older than me by like, I don't know. I thought maybe like 25, 26 at least. No, nope, I'm 23. Wow, that's 23. so sick. Wow, okay. Cool, carry on, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, basically, um, I don't know what quite where I was going. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just having a child at 18 just really changed my life, you know. I, no, absolutely. Um, all my friends went went into the, I just, I just feel like it was such a blessing. I got saved from a whole lifestyle, you know, that mm. most men go down, especially men from the fucking, you know, Midwest with nothing else to do, like go to college and fucking party and become that kind of guy. Mm -hmm. And that's where everybody I know went. But I was, you know, working my ass off as a personal trainer to pay child support, <laughs> you know, mm. like it was a, it was a different whole I had a whole different life at a young age, which was funny because I grew up kind of like everything was easy. My mom just followed behind me and cleaned up after me. And I was, you know, grew up pretty entitled, actually. Like we weren't like rich or anything like that. But like just like my mom, just like uh, always just like pampering me, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. And then I just got fucking uppercutted in the throat by life. Uh, when I had my daughter at 18 and she's my guru. I say it all the time. She's my Maharaji. <laughs> like she, ha she is so wise and she didn't even know it. Mm -hmm. And she's the single reason that I am the person I am today. Not the single reason. My Mackenzie, my fiance has absolutely rocked my world as well. So. Wow. That, and it's, it's crazy because kids like, they don't know it because they're kids, but as somebody who's older who can look at a kid and hear the things that they say like kids are so pure they and especially if you keep them pure and you don't like kind of force your ideals and opinions on them because then they sort of adopt those from you because they're kids they're impressionable but when you have them at such that pure state where you're just like who is this saintly being in front of me because they're they are they're very pure and they're very new to earth and i i would i love to learn from kids i i remember when i first moved out here to california and i literally had nothing to do so i would go to the the park not like i'm like a pedophile or anything like <laughs> i'm bring a book or go on the swings because i love the swings and then uh like these little kids want to come play with me and then next you know like within the half hour I have the entire playground like chasing me around and I'm playing with the whole like people are like who is this lady playing with my kids right now but they are they're the wisest teachers they're they're so pure and I, I, I adore children <laughs> so you, I take it you don't have any kids 
No, I don't. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most people our age don't. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I I would not say that at all because most of the people my age that I do know actually do have kids. So okay, I, interesting. Yeah, it depends on where you're from. Honestly, I I grew up moving around a lot, so depending on the area of people that I know depends on who actually has kids. Weirdly, I live in a city called Scranton. You may have heard of it. Um, that's where like the office was filmed or whatever. Um, in, in where California? No, in Pennsylvania. Oh, in Pennsylvania. Okay, I'm yeah. from Ohio, so very okay. close. Yeah, what part of Ohio? Sandusky. Okay, no, I don't know that. Up by the lake. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cedar Point. Up by the lake. <laughs> yeah. Cedar Cedar Point. You've okay, heard of Cedar Point? Cedar Point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right by Cedar Point. Yeah, so that town, everybody I know, just they 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 already had kids when I was in middle school. And to me, that was very surprising because, you know, I didn't think that was a thing. Like, I didn't think it was possible. And they, I, they had kids in middle school. No, I, I swear. Like, they would end up leaving the middle school. They would obviously wouldn't bring the kids with them. But like a kid, girls that I knew would be pregnant in middle school. And I, they even got to a point where they created a daycare to put in the high school because all of these people had kids and they needed people to watch them while they continued high school. So there was a daycare in the high school. What the fuck? Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, I swear. But, you know, I think it has to do this. I'm telling you, this city, this town, whatever you want to call it, nothing happens. There's nothing to do. And it's very like everybody knows each other, but nobody has any aspirations to do anything. And it's very boring. So I guess they just have kids. Well, listen, I'm from a place called Castellia. I'm not actually from Sandusky. It's just because you wouldn't know what Castellia is. It's a little <laughs> farm town outside of Sandusky. And it's the same deal. Everybody mm. knows everybody. I had 70 kids in my graduating class. Yeah, they have kids young, too, where I'm at. I don't like mm -hmm. middle school. I mean, a couple people, but it wasn't like. Yeah, yeah no, it wasn't thing. like everybody in middle school. It was, it was a few. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, you know, like my fiance is from L.A. And mm, okay. sh she is mm. 27. Mm. And people her age are like, they can't believe she's having a kid. Like, no one has kids. No, no, no one she yeah, knows. No, know, no one she went to high school with. It's crazy you say that because I completely noticed that when I moved to LA too, because all of my friends are older. I mean, I would say 27 to 35, almost turning 40, and none of them have kids. And I honestly can't even imagine them having kids because they seem just so young at heart. And not to say that somebody who has kids isn't young at heart, but I just wouldn't be able to see them being able to manage children. Even, even they would say like, I can't even imagine having kids right now. I'm just like, but in this town, you know, people have like thousands of kids already. And then if we think back to like our parents' age, you know, our parents were, it was the right time, like 22, 21, like that was the good time to have kids, 19, even 18. And it was all okay because everybody had, you know, that, that's just the way it was. And it was, it was very manageable at the time and it was very accepted. Now people are just like, almost 50 and they're like yeah no i don't i don't think so <laughs> yeah well, i mean well as as i'm sure you know la is a completely unique place yes um, it is very different than like any other place in the country uh and there's there's a they got a whole different lifestyle going on there you know mm -hmm. it's uh it's pretty interesting it's for some people but definitely not for me i actually fuck i think la is an absolute hellhole i dread going there uh <laughs> i'll be there on I'll be there on Thursday, and I just really just, oh, I hate L.A. Um, <laughs> Why do you say that? 
it's just oh it's just it's just uh i don't like all the uh traffic and just like that big oh, yeah. city. i'm just not i'm just not in the i like i like it's like i spend a lot of when i'm in california i'm in santa barbara mm, and okay. that's what i like i like being out in the mountains out on the mm -hmm. beach like i don't i don't i'm not into like the whole like city vibe personally so uh la is just i mean when i'm it's just like man it's just like the air quality is horrible i'm stuck mm -hmm. in traffic i'm like god damn this is awful so I'm just not balling enough to be flying into Santa Barbara. So I fly into LA and then I have to go up to Santa Barbara. It's a bit more expensive to fly into Santa Barbara because there's no spirit flights. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm still I'm copping them spirit flights. You know what I'm saying? I fly so much. So mm. yeah, I, uh, I. Do you get I, like fly points? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, good, good. Take advantage absolutely. of that. Absolutely. I don't use a credit card, but I have. I don't own mm. a credit card, but I have like the. Uh, I have like the spirit, uh, you know, points. Yeah. Because I, I mean, holy shit! I, I mean, for five months straight, I flew every ten to thirteen days, and it was that was a lot of flying. Yeah, know? I could imagine. I mean, me flying back to New York just to visit my family—it's that's a lot for me. I'm just right. like, how do people do this all the time? But I mean, even though I intend to travel frequently in the near future. Um, I just, it's too much on a plane. I, I can't for a little bit. <laughs> Where are you looking to travel to? Everywhere, honestly. I could only say that the only places I've been, so I have not left the U.S. yet, and I will admit that I do not have my passport yet. Um, <laughs> right now it's a very tricky time about traveling. I'm kind of just seeing, like, what's happening with the whole travel situation and <laughs> mandates and restrictions and things like that. Um, but first place out of country that i would like to go to is japan and then mm. second i would say is india but i really want to visit hawaii too oh yeah me and uh, my fiance are dying to get out to hawaii neither of us have been there i want to oh. go there so bad oh i could see oh. you in the mountains now just visually <laughs> yeah yeah i i uh, i belong in hawaii we both feel very called to hawaii oh shit yeah. there, went, there went my fucking ipad <laughs> Yeah, shit falling all over the place. No, yeah, um, it's so true. I've I've also thought I never really thought about Hawaii, and then I had I had this really crazy experience watching Moana. I will admit, and it <laughs> changed my life. I swear to God, it changed my life. And I was like, I have to go to Hawaii now. Like this is this is serious. So ever since then, I've just felt this huge calling to Hawaii. And then I actually heard. Um, somebody recently say they're they're really into like Lumeria and you know Lost Atlantis and extraterrestrials and things like that. And they say a reason why we get called to to Hawaii is because it used it's just a piece of Lumeria. Lumeria sank, but it's because our in a past life we were Lumerian or we have some sort of DNA connection with Lumerians, so we feel called home to like the motherland. Oh, very interesting. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I was like, what? That makes sense. And it's so crazy because it blew my mind. I have, uh, I mean, a lot of people know Led Zeppelin, but I have the the sigils, Led Zeppelin sigils tattooed on my arm. And when you look up what each symbol means, Robert Plant's symbol is the symbol of ancient Lumeria, of the Moose civilization that lived in Lumeria. So it was just like, 
Hawaii, Lumeria, uh, like this tattoo, like everything was just like, it was like a whole conspiracy piece I was putting together. And I was just like, I have to go to Hawaii now. <laughs> wow. That is super interesting. <laughs> I, uh, my, my whole, my, my master plan is to move to Hawaii. Uh, I'm actually thankful that I had kids so young because mm -hmm. I'm going to be 40 with two grown kids, <clears throat> which is epic. You know, my, when I'm 40, yeah. My Eloise will be 22 and my, and Ivy will be like 19, 18. Mm -hmm. So like I'm moving to fuck to Hawaii and yeah. I'm super, I'm super happy that I, uh, and Mackenzie wants to too. And I'm actually just like really grateful that I'm having that like, <clears throat> all right. So this is, I don't know if this is going to make sense, Okay. but I, I have had an extremely difficult time being human oh uh, raising my hand right now keep going like i have felt extremely in touch with my spirit mm. and my soul so much so that i abandon life mm. and i feel like the reason that you know whatever you want to call it god or myself you know my soul or whatever is putting me in this situation of being 23 years old with two kids and a wife mm -hmm. is because <clears throat> I need to be grounded in my humanity and who I mm. am. And I, and I need to, uh, you know, respond to the call of action that is clearly calling me because I'm telling you, if it wasn't for these people, for these three girls, I would, I would probably not have, I would just, I wouldn't care about money or anything. I would be like floating around on a boat, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. on a beach, just like totally, <clears throat> I'm just such like a total free spirit. So the, the, the transition of trying to embrace my humanity and what I'm actually here to do in this lifetime has been really difficult. It's something mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out even currently. Um, it's coming together, but all because I, you know, stopped running from it, I guess, and accepted that call to action. I'm super, I'm, I'm, I don't know if that even makes sense, but. No, uh, it absolutely does. I'm super, I'm grateful I went through it because now I can dive deep into my humanity mm -hmm. and still have that strong, strong connection with my soul that I feel mm -hmm. because I established that connection for years and completely ditched humanity. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, absolutely. That makes complete sense. I, a hundred percent agree i've been through and it's kind of like a, a battle that i have with myself in my head because it's like i like i can do anything it doesn't matter like i'm i've realized that i'm just here for the human experience i'm here to experience this and to remember my true nature what i what i truly am which is not this physical vessel and it's it's all really just a game and it's a play and i can just do whatever i want really and but then it's like kind of like looking at society and the way I've been brought up and this sort of life path that I'm walking with family and meeting people and discovering passions and meeting more people and discovering more things. And it's just like I can stay and, and play this game of life. And I could also just go to the mountains with only a backpack, maybe not even that, and live off the land forever and never talk to anybody or see anybody again and be in meditation in a cave. 
And it's sort of like this battle I have in my head where I'm like, I'm working really hard on like a project or something. And then I'm just like, man, I could just give this up all right now and just like run into the mountains. But then I, I think about, you know, my family and like, they're going to be like, oh, I'm missing. And, you know, I, I kind of do it for that because of the lives that I have found myself in, in other people's lives. So it's just, I, I agree with it being hard being human well, like, understand well what i've learned and this is the truth is that you're here to play the game mm-hmm. you you are yes. here to play in the movie of natalia that's how yes. you say it, right yes <laughs> right like you're you put on that costume and you don't have to and and here's what i'm, I'm figuring out is that you need you have to we have to embrace the costume in a way mm-hmm. we can't like i think what happens is you you identify with your soul for the first time and then you want to like ditch the costume but that's not why you're here you're not here to that's not fulfilling you can mm-hmm. go sit in the cave and be empty and spacious but it's not fulfilling you're mm-hmm. you're here to to play the play you're here to play the role and the show doesn't go on the same way if you don't play it yes um, so and it's and that doesn't mean that you have to like you know, do things you hate or anything like that. But it's, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm finding like, uh, you know, I, it's important to be in touch with your soul because then you can get quiet and you can hear the message. You can hear the message of your soul and you can use that to guide you so that you can play the, play the game, but mm-hmm. play it in, in the way that your soul has intended you to play it. You know, the way, like, you know, no one's soul wants them to go eat McDonald's every day and (laughs) sit on their ass and do nothing. You know, there's a way to play the game and then there's resistance, you know, you can resist it. But if you, if you just find out how to get quiet and get in touch with your soul and and help that navigate you, I've found truly that it, it, it leads to a very fulfilling and like fairly easy, like flowing life. Like I'm, uh, I've never won much in my life. I've always, it just seems like struggle after struggle after struggle, just like so much resistance. Mm -hmm. And um, ever since I've started doing things that are in alignment with my soul, now the coolest, greatest opportunities are coming to me. Like all Mm -hmm. kinds of good things are happening. And it's just like, wow. And it's, and it's like with relative ease. And this is the first time in my life. And it's all from just, giving up what I think is supposed to be happening and mm-hmm. just going with, going with my heart, going with my soul. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, you saying that kind of reminds me of, uh, have you ever read the Tao Te Ching? I have listened to it. I've okay. not read it. I'm not okay. a big reader. I actually like just am incapable of reading, but I have listened to it a few times. Okay. Well, that's equal perfection, <laughs> but it reminded me of, what flows with Tao works, what does not flow with Tao comes to an early end. Ends mm. early. And <laughs> Tao is the flow of nature. It is the flow of the way this universe works, the way nature works naturally, not with effort, not on purpose. It just is. And when we surrender to that, then we're flowing with that because there's, again, like you said, not that resistance you're not trying to do something it's effortless action so oh, man that, that's what that, that you reciting that quote had me tingling 
<laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> that was like my my holy Bible. I swear. I the first time I heard it, I I was walking. I had just it's so crazy. I had just ran away from home. This is like my big life turning point. Um, I just ran away from home and I was I just started this new job um, where I was living and it was an hour walk from where I was staying at. But it was the only job I had. So I'm walking the hour and I downloaded some audiobooks, one being the Tao and not knowing anything that it was or I've never heard it, never heard of it. And I'm walking to work. And the entire time, I'm just bawling my eyes out because nothing resonated with me more than what I was listening to. And the rest was history. I think I re-listened to it every single day after that. I bought the book. <laughs> I studied it. And I there's verses I know by heart, but it's it's so truthful and so natural. And I, I find it in everything. I find the words of it in everything. So... Wow, how beautiful is that, right? Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> That's interesting. You ran away from home. How old were you when you did that? I was, how old was I? I if you was don't mind 18. me asking. No, yeah, I was 18. Um, and it was actually after my first acid trip. And oh, interesting. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> it was actually during my first acid trip. I was just like, what? Yeah, no, no, think about it. I was actually, that was when I made the decision. I actually left. Um, not too many people know about that, but yes, it was it, me. I'm living in New York City. I just graduated high school. Um, I discovered the law of attraction and I realized that it worked and I was creating everything in my reality but for very egotistical reasons and I took acid and it was just like remember who you are and it and then it kind of goes back to like the Moana thing that I mentioned <laughs> I had like the whole Moana soundtrack on my phone and there's this one have you seen Moana by the way I've seen it yeah I've seen okay it. there's the one song where I think she's talking to the grandmother and then mm. the grandmother's like you know who you are, like her spirit when she's in the middle of the ocean and about to give up everything. And dude, that's powerful stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I know who I am. And then I closed my eyes and I basically like saw everything that I was in a blink of an eye, like every single one of my past lives, every single life of every single human being, everything that I've ever learned about spirituality, everything that I will learn, everything that I'll never know. And it was just like, this is who you really are. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to get sucked into the matrix. If I stay in New York city any longer, I am leaving. And I literally just like packed a suitcase, jumped on a bus and ended up in the middle of the road in Pennsylvania. And yeah, the rest is history. I, I was trying to make my way to California and somehow I did some way. That is fucking an epic story. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I absolutely love it yeah you have to you have to take risks like that I mean not like as crazy like that but when it comes to certain things in your life I think that it's those pivotal moments that really push us to be who we're meant to be and accomplish what we're meant to it's just it's kind of like that push of a ping pong not ping pong ball uh pit, I don't know whatever the hell that game is where, <laughs> where you put the ball in the holes I don't know Arc arcade game. I, I can't think of what it's called pinball. either. Pinball. Is that what it's called? Pinball? What? Pinball. Maybe. Yes. Oh, yes. Pinball. Pinball. Yeah, pinball. Yes. There you go. There you go. Anyways. <laughs> you know, I, I, that, I think 
that quality right there. Are you a Gemini? I'm not. I'm a Cancer, but I'm on the Ooh. cusp of Gemini. Gotcha. I was born on the first day of Gemini season. Um, huh. But uh, May 21st. I, uh, I've noticed that, though, like a lot of people who are like, I don't even like know what the word to any word I use is going to like stroke my ego. I don't know if you say <laughs> if you say, uh, I don't know, let's say people who uh, have a certain level of wisdom at a young age. Mm hmm. I, I, from a lot of people I've met, I, I, they all have that quality of where they take m what are considered massive risks to mm. other people with no problem. Cause I agree with you. It forces you to really, it's not easy. It does, you know, it doesn't come with ease. Like I'm sure your journey was fucking hard. Like yeah. mine has been too, you know, we, we were living in Cleveland seven months ago in this town home we didn't like we didn't like living in cleveland and we fucking broke our lease halfway through sold half our shit packed a car and drove to santa barbara and took this road trip and we were out you know camping in utah colorado and out in california I was, you know living out there for a few months and like i started my podcast i started my tiktok account all i was out there just in those months and it like was like absolutely changed the direction of my entire life like so yeah. that was you know I've I've done a few jumps. I was a real estate agent that one time. I was uh, on steroids for years. <laughs> There's wow. a whole uh, yeah. There's such crazy journey. <laughs> no, I could imagine. I mean, especially like even at our age, like there's amounts of things like you would think like you talk to somebody older and they're like oh but you're only 23 you have so much life to live but compared to like everything that we have been through in these short years that we have already started living like it's a lifetime in its own and i think that people who actually have that because not everybody can say that i know a lot of people who are my age who can't say that who have been doing the same thing since forever and right. nothing really exciting happens but i think it's the people with that amount of moments and life within such a short amount of time that have so much wisdom because they have so much life experience yeah that's it and it's 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 you know it doesn't it's neither one is right or wrong everybody's mm -hmm. going at their own pace but uh it's it's just interesting like when i just reflect on my life it's like oh my god you know like bodybuilding career i'm 23 i had a bodybuilding career steroid addiction yeah. i uh i had a million dollar a year amazon fba business i had uh wow that's so funny you say that because i've been looking into fba but <laughs> <laughs> i know a lot about it we'll we can talk more about it um uh i was a real estate agent i um i and then i oh my god and then i had my spiritual awakening and i left the amazon company and the real estate all in one day wow. i left yeah I, le I left that shit all the money i was making and i just lived off the money i had saved up but at that time i was a materialistic fuck and i spent it all on thousand dollar versace shoes and shit oh, it was so no. stupid yeah man <laughs> i made so much money in like six months but then i like blew it all in stupid shit but no i basically i locked myself in my apartment and literally like meditated for months i like quit smoking i did 10 rounds of the wim hof method a day jumped wow. in the cold lake all all winter and like that's when i really like found myself but i in that time i started a brand called king of ebay which mm. is is uh, what this my current Instagram and my current YouTube because I, I had an Instagram back in the fitness days and I permanently deleted it after mm. a mushroom trip one time after my first mushroom trip actually and uh, 
anyway, yeah, it was called King of eBay. And I, I made a whole, I mean, if you go on my YouTube channel, it's like some of the funniest shit ever. It doesn't even look like me. It like doesn't even like feel like me. It's so crazy watching them. I mean, I have vlogs on vlogs on vlogs of me going to garage sales and showing people how to list it all on eBay. And it was like entertaining. And like, wow. I mean, it was all this shit. I have workout videos on there, everything. I wish all the bodybuilding shit was on there, but I deleted it all when I, you know, when I was younger. I wish I wouldn't have, because that shit would have been crazy for people <laughs> to go back and see. Mm-hmm. I mean, like me, 18 years old with a beard down to my tits and fucking jacked out, out of my asshole, like deadlifted 600 pounds and shit. Just like a whole different person. Wow. I really, I really don't even know who that was. I really, it's it's really one of the most trip. It's trippier to me than like even having kids. Like who that person was, I really mm-hmm. don't. It's weird. I really can't explain it. With that's a whole nother, um rabbit hole in itself. Yeah, no, I actually saw a post that you posted recently. Of it was kind of like a before and after of who you were and who you are now. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so good to talk about because there's always that. It's like the line in between each image. Like what happened in that line that (laughs) from that person to that person. But that sounds insane. I can't even imagine to begin (laughs) to, to imagine your journey. It sounds really crazy. Well, it seemed super normal to me. Yeah, (laughs) because it's your life. (laughs) In in like the thick of it. And then, uh, you know, like lately just like, just like reflecting and like, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Damn, it's we've been talking for 50 minutes. It feels like five. I know. I know. That's so funny. Wow. So well, let me ask you this. Um, yeah. What, what, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm in no rush. Okay. So what, um, no, yeah. Well, I, when it hits about 55, we'll start or even an hour, we can cut it. Cause I, I feel like people don't listen to things past an hour. I don't know. That's sort of like a thing that I have in mind when I record my podcast. But again, I'm also not in a rush as well. So we can end this whenever you'd like. Yeah. When it's, it's your podcast whenever okay. you want. No, okay. no worries. No worries. Okay. What made you um, decide to start a podcast? When did you like, cause I know that's, I feel like, I feel like that's a moment where you're like, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to yeah. do this. And, and you go on anchor and you create the account. Yeah. No. And so, you record an episode. Yep. So it was the beginning of actually 2020, the, the year it all happened. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was just like, you know, 2020 is going to be my year. I think everybody felt this way. 2020 is the year I'm going to get so much stuff done. And you know, I already had my blog sort of going, but it wasn't anything that I advertised or anything like that. But I, I wanted to build something from it. And when I originally started the blog, it I started it a week before I was leaving out to California um, to kind of just document my writing since I write. And photo- I was doing a lot of photography at the time. So I was like, I'm going to travel the world. And my first stop is California. And I'm going to use this blog to to document you know, how I feel, the things that I learn, the things that I see. And uh, in 2020, it, it had to have been about a year and a half already, almost two years that I start. I was living in LA. And I don't know anybody out here. I mean, the most that I know is my coworkers at the time. I didn't really have any friends at all. Um, I had just started seeing my boyfriend. He was the only person that I could talk to that on a on a certain level. But 
since I grew up moving around a lot, I never really had long lasting relationships with people as friends. So people that I've known I've been to school with, I've been to plenty of schools, all the people that I used to call best friends, I can say probably do not talk to at all now. And it's, I'm also only child, I don't have any siblings. So I've kind of just carried on in my life as a loner, but Mm. really like, a loner where I don't talk to anybody because in all of my schools, you know, I was very popular. I talked to almost everybody. Like I'm a very people person. So I had a lot of friends, but nothing that lasted long enough to carry on with me as I continued my travels, I guess you could say. So being on this spiritual journey, I had nobody to, to talk to about. I had nobody to tell what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking and the things that I'm learning that people can actually understand. And so I just, I was like, man, I have so much stuff. I feel like I want to say and share. And I, I feel like I'm screaming out to the void. I say that in my blog all the time. Like, I don't know if anybody's listening or reading this, but this is me. I'm here in this point in earth. And this is what I have to say. This is what I'm feeling. This is my life. And it started getting views and listens. And I was like, oh, I can actually, this is a thing. Like I can do this. And the rest is history. That is super amazing. It, I don't know why. Like I, I'm, I'm an emotional fuck. That gets just like gets me emotional. And, like just because, like, because I just I, 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 I hear you, and like I just like see myself in that mm-hmm. so much. You know. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank awesome you for that. I, I, That's awesome. Just stuff. saying that feels like yes, somebody's there, and it's so funny because I actually found like watching Dakota's videos like in the beginning of my journey like certain there was this one video that comes to mind that I don't know what he was talking about how he had just done mushrooms or he was either on it in the video and he was in this vast field there was nothing there and he was talking about how he looked he felt like he went into like a certain realm and that like all of the spirits in the realm were looking at him like like what are you doing here like how did you get here and whatever that video is he said something in there that it was just like, dude, how can anybody understand this? Like, this is exactly what goes on in my head. Like, how does anybody understand this? And I found through social media and through watching videos on YouTube and things like that, that there are people who actually feel like meeting you exactly, like just that know these things and are interested in these things. And it doesn't feel as lonely, especially since, you know, I started growing my Instagram and people have reached out to me and it feels less of that. I think I would say ever since I started the podcast. That is so awesome. Just to express yourself like that a lot, just a lot of people are scared to do that. So I have a lot of respect for you for doing that, for doing a podcast and, and all your writing and stuff like so cool. What do you want? So this is something that I've like really like studied over my life is like, you know, content and distribution and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. How I, I'm, I'm interested, like, uh, how do you feel like you communicate best through through actual speaking or through writing or like, what is your like, or, or are you just great at both? So <laughs> I would say through expressing myself kind of free flow, it's it's equal in both, but the way I present myself speaking, like this is how I talk regularly. This is how I talk to anybody. This is how I talk on my podcast. This is how I can best communicate my ideas on the spot, sort of like that. But when I write, it's kind of like it 
awakens like a different part of me like the poet in me I'm very poetic in my writing so it's like all the double entendres and the mystical things and the rewording of things it's like I'm communicating the same message but in more of like a mysterious sort of way that I can't when I'm verbally speaking so it's like sending the same message and equally as easy but in two completely different realms I would say when I I feel like when I'm writing um and if you read through my posts and my blogs I always feel like it's sort of like a misty mountain like and and that's why I like my my theme and my aesthetic is very calm and neutral colors because it just feels like I'm walking in an endless nothingness and these are these are the words that are surrounding me they're not like my own words but sort of like the words of nature so wow (laughs) very cool you know i feel very similarly about like uh making music you know Mm -hmm. like me me podcasting is what like it's a similar message in both i guess Mm -hmm. with a theme but like you know this is just exactly like you said just how i talk and this is like the best way for me to like get ideas across but like when I'm making music or even like putting together a video it Mm -hmm. it it awakens a whole different part of me I totally relate to that no absolutely I think it's an art anything like that is an art yeah absolutely absolutely you know even sitting here having this conversation is an art in some sense we just don't really think of it that as that much no it is I think that anything anything that I see that is in flow at a natural state I see as art dance as an art you know speaking like this as an art like without anything constructed or kind of by a certain guidebook I think that the the natural flow of anything is can be considered an art I could not agree more (laughs) very very well said I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting you on my podcast. I'm going to be, uh, I'm heading to California Thursday and um, I'll be able to use my mother-in-law's uh, laptop. So oh, maybe. Awesome. What happened so to may- your laptop? It's funny you said that because I literally had just gotten a new laptop like a couple of days after you told me you needed to get a new laptop. Yeah, it was that, it was that retrograde. It fucked me up big time. I, uh, I, um, it was fucking horrible. I, I go to do the biggest podcast of my life at that point. Um, I don't know if you've heard it was with Justin Lovato. He's a uh, pretty famous trainer out at Gold's Gym in Venice. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was a pro bodybuilder. And he kind of had a he's older than me, but he had a very similar journey as me. He was Mm -hmm. a pro he was a pro bodybuilder, you know, steroids all in the space. And then uh, he like had an awakening. And now he does guided breath works and mushroom ceremonies and you know, ah. like, to, yeah, so that was a really fun podcast. And that was like, I was only like a couple episodes in, you know, and like, I had looked up to him for years and years and years. Like, I was literally 17 years old commenting on that guy's posts on Instagram. Yo, I'm gonna come to Venice and work out with you, man. Like, you know, <laughs> like five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I showed up at his house and we did a podcast together. So it was just like a crazy. Wow. Yeah, it was a crazy moment. But but here's the thing. It wasn't supposed to be at his house. I wanted to do it at his house, but he was, but like that didn't work for him at that time. Mm-hmm. So he was like, let's do it on a zoom, which I didn't really want to do. And the universe was looking out because in a way, I mean, I was bummed in the moment, but like, I go to do it. I go to, do, I go to like t- 10 minutes before I'm supposed to hop on the zoom with him. The fucking computer just goes completely black. It will not work. It will not. Nothing will work. It's completely black. Wow. And I go and get it checked out, and it's just like completely fucked. 
and it's going to cost like more to fix it than what the fucking laptop's worth. Yeah. And I'm just like, wh- like, and I just couldn't believe that it happened right there. But so it ends up two weeks later, I go and do it at his house like I wanted to. And that is on YouTube. So that was a cool special moment for me to actually meet him and uh, for us to hang out and stuff. So that was really cool. It was meant to be, but my laptop got fucked. So I still have, I mean, I've been racing around like a maniac trying to get this apartment together in Sandusky because we're hunkering in for the winter and having a baby. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that must be so exciting. I'm, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a whole nother thing. But yeah. like, if, if I think about it too much, like I'll like honestly probably start crying. Like, yeah. I just, uh, it's, um, yeah. Yeah, life's crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. We 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 can definitely go into this another time. Anytime you uh, want to have me on, I'm happy to do it. Absolutely, and I imagine that I will probably have you on plenty of times because this conversation was just so good, and you're such an amazing human. And thank you oh, for thank being you. on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This is uh, only the second time I've come on somebody else's podcast. Okay. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun. We have a great conversation. So anytime you want to have me on, I am here and I'll get a hold of you. So I'm thinking probably like next week. Okay. Um, we could maybe hop on one evening or whatever works best for you. Great. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Sweet. Yeah, we we go for three hours on my podcast. So Okay, so we'll we'll <laughs> get into everything then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll this we're just like gonna a teaser trailer. Yeah, we're going to totally send it on my podcast. <laughs> awesome. All right. So where can people find you, Jarrett? Oh, just anywhere. Soul of Jarrett. Soul of Jarrett. J-A-R-E-T. Um, the podcast on Spotify. That's my Instagram, my YouTube, um, my TikTok. Just Soul of Jarrett on everything. Um, you can check me out. Yes. Doing, do it. Doing... Do it. Do it. <laughs> Whoever listens to this must do it. It's essential. <laughs> yeah thank you to if 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 you have made it to the end of this episode fucking i love you good yes. stuff thanks for yes. listening subscribe to everything that he has follow him everything he has because if you're listening to this then you obviously must be interested so you just might as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the plug <laughs> <laughs> all right jerry well thank you yeah thank you i'll talk to you soon all right have a good one see ya bye This episode has been brought to you by the writings of Natalia.com. Jai Ma!